confusion. Graham is frowning. I was worried about you, he says. We all were. Ted and Sophie wouldn't worry, I say, and he doesn't contradict me. You can't just disappear like that, he says. Disappear? I stare at him. For a second or two, splinters of light seem to flash around the corners of his eyes. When I blink, they are gone. He sighs. You don't remember a thing, do you? You've no idea what happened. I hug myself. Maybe, I say. Really? You remember what you did? Did? I feel my stomach twist. The little incident with the kid this morning. The kid. The sound of that word makes my two hands clench into fists. Leave me alone, I tell him. I don't want to talk about it. Don't want to talk about what? Graham, I say. I never touched him. Snow is falling now, a pillow of cold feathers shaken down. I look at his face again, the face of this man whose name I have forgotten again. Where are the clues? In his eyes? Recognition? It comes and goes. I'm still staring when he mistakes my look for something else and pulls me to him, working his hands, the gloves off now, inside my coat. No, I say, because I know what's coming. Come on. I tell him not to do it, but he doesn't listen. He does it anyway. His fingers on me, making me shiver. I want to go now, I say. What? he says. I want to go back to the building. Shush. I feel the wetness of his lips on the side of my ear. What's the hurry? Just let me hold you a moment. Why? Because I want to. But I don't want to. I keep myself stiff and unhelpful in his arms. But then, as he hugs me closer to him, the hot smell of his skin loosens a memory. Am I your wife? I ask him. A pause. His laughter in my hair. My wife? (laughs) That's a good one. Not exactly, no. But have we... I mean, do we... He laughs again. Not quite the same laugh. I'm glad I'm so memorable, he says. He is still for a long moment, dusk wrapping itself around us. He's right, it's dark. I tilt my head back, and there's the big cold face of the moon, the only light you'll find right now in the whole city. I think about the building, its wide, dark spaces. So what happened? I ask him at last. Did something happen to him? Happen to who? To the kid, of course. He takes a little breath. His name's Matthew. Matthew. The name drops into my head. The fact that there's already a Matthew-shaped space for it tells me I knew it. Some quick dark pictures go through my mind. The kid's chopped brown hair and surly face his brown tracksuit bottoms, his fat and grubby hands, 
the sudden change when he enters a room. And yes, he continues, something did happen to him. Something? I breathe, try to keep myself steady. Oh, I say. What was it? He bites his lip, hesitates. I'm sure you didn't mean to do it, he says. We live on what was once Bishopsgate, between Wormwood Street and the old Liverpool Street station, thirty-five stories that once contained lawyers and bankers. There are more buildings still standing in this part of the city, Graham says, than anywhere else. It's the way they're built. Structures of glass and steel, windows that go from ceiling to floor. Men used to go up in cages to clean them, but they aren't clean now. Even though the sun still shines in...